We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to the Fantasy Football Report. I'm Blair Andrews, finally joined by my co-host, Hassan Rahim. Hassan, good to have you back. How's it going? Oh, good to be back, man. I'm, I'm really happy that you were able to hold it down in my absence. You had, you had a lot of uh, pretty solid guests, um, but I'm just excited to be back, man. This is, you know, week 18, whatever, but we all know, like, this is like <laughs> the amuse-bouche for the FFBC playoff challenge. And heck, I mean, if you want to even rip some underdog drafts, I'm here for it. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm open to that. Uh, yeah, this is, this is the time of year when we get to get to talk about this crazy contest and participated in it. It's definitely one of the, uh, one of the most fun uh, formats, I think. So I'm excited every year for it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's just it's just a fun time, uh, especially with uh, trying to de- decipher the um, the uh, the uh, boomer opto. I've been dealing with a pretty horrible flu, so I spent some time, you know, uh, with some of the uh, sick in the sick, diseased minds of the boomers as well. Like it's a good way to get to get in there. You know what I mean? Like you just you know how they're thinking, you know how they're feeling, and I can tell you right now neurons aren't firing at anywhere close to 50%, let alone a hundred percent. So man, I'm in, I'm in peak boomer opto shape right now. All right. Awesome. Uh, yeah. For anyone watching, we are going to be discussing the boomer opto with, uh, the ship chasing guys on Tuesday night. So we don't want to give everything away today, but we are definitely going to get into some of the i think most likely scenarios and some of the best ways to play a lot of these situations we have um the entire nfc bracket we know uh and we know which teams are going to be on the afc side just waiting for this buffalo and miami game to wrap up to see who plays where but yeah i mean i think the first way to kind of start talking about this contest and how you approach it is thinking about what scenarios you expect to play out uh not only in terms of who who you expect to see in the super bowl but also uh any upsets that might happen so yeah that's kind of 
my first question, what scenarios are you really looking forward to? What teams do you see being able to make a run and what teams might surprise us? Man, on the AFC side, I think it's fairly uh, open shot book, right? A little bit in that uh, you've got three really solid teams in the Ravens, the Finns, and the Chiefs. And then just sort of the only team that could potentially make a surprise run there are like the Buffalo Bills, right? Mm-hmm. Like like uh, the Texans, the Browns, the Steelers. Like I really think that when you start really get, digging in over here, um, the real scenario you have to plan for is can anyone take down the Ravens right now? And the second scenario is are the Chiefs a one-and-done team, right? <laughs> like because they've they really haven't been in great shape um but that i mean the same thing can be said for a bunch of other teams right uh we haven't we haven't got to the nfc yet um so i really am going to be curious to see how this how this shakes this shakes itself out um i am going to be interested in where the bills land right like if it's going to be chiefs bills like how are you playing that because I have a weird feeling that uh, Josh Allen can draw a lot of ownership. Yeah, that is an interesting, uh, an interesting question. Uh, the Bills are kind of hard to play, depending on how this game goes, because so many of their skill players have not necessarily been playing as as well as we expect. Um, you know, Diggs has had has not had a good game for a while. Gabe Davis has had a few blow up spots but not much james cook has also been kind of the same you know a few blow ups and then and then nothing so yeah alan if you're if you're thinking the bills are going to win if they get uh if they end up with the two seed or if they if you want them to upset whoever they face if you want them to upset upset kansas city then i think josh allen is the the kind of the only way to play the bills so um if they end up looking like a a popular upset pick or if they win tonight then i think that's probably right alan could draw some ownership i think um, draw a lot of ownership dude like like i just i just have a weird feeling that people are gonna like i i, I like the way i see it i think i think 80 percent of the fields qbs are coming from the ESC, <laughs> right and i think it's gonna be one of the three Lamar, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Right? right. That's the other guy that I think draws a lot of ownership, not only because, you know, it's Mahomes, um, but also because there aren't a ton of really yeah. interesting ways to play the Chiefs either outside of Rasheed Rice. I think even or, people are yeah, kind of but, souring on Kelsey a little. Yeah, but I expect Kelsey to be like the highest owned tight end um, yeah. tight end and the highest own chief like i can see his like ownership pushing like 85 percent, right like wow like i haven't like so just a full disclosure i haven't spot checked any of my ownership projections with bats typically i'll go in and help him uh i'll be another guy who will go in and do my own ownership projections as well just put him in there um because initially because i know he's also started running his own version of the boomer boomer i really don't want us to get yeah. Uh, you know, to quote the, the Ghostbusters, to get the uh, <laughs> across the street, street across the streams. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like I said, man, like my 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 brain is just is just not there right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't I don't want to do that, right? So, um, 
I think I think that there are interesting ways to play the Chiefs. Uh, I don't think Mahomes is the easy, is like the best way to do it. Like it's like you said, Rashid Rice is probably a good one, but I see a lot of people like I see Pacheco drawing a lot of uh, like a lot. Like I can see him being like, "Well, I need a running back," and then you put him in, right? Like, yeah, like, I don't see like I can't. Like, you you're not going to do that with uh, any of the Baltimore backs, or I mean, you could if you wanted to. Um, the I mean, because like one of the two running back spots is Christian McCaffrey, like like like, like just plug and chug, and that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the the highest owned running back for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, and like, but like, here's the thing, right? Like, like with Diggs, and if you could actually do me a favor, my internet's like lagging. Um, could you like pull up his like weekly finishes for the season? Yeah, I could. Who is this? Sorry, I was just looking at something else. It looks like, based on what I'm seeing, the Bills actually can't get the number six seed. If they win, they get the number two. If they lose, they get number seven. So we won't see Bills Chiefs. Right. Oh, yeah, you won't see Bills Chiefs. Miami would get number six if the Bills win. But if Miami wins, you would see... uh, Sorry, you would see the Bills at number seven and the other team, Pittsburgh, at number six. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, right. <laughs> man, what on earth? So All that right, would be sorry. that would be kind of interesting, but not necessarily what we want. Sorry, I'm trying to sign in because I didn't expect you to ask me this. No, so. I mean, the, I guess I guess uh, the only reason I'm asking you is because I wanted to have a graphical representation for the for the visual list of watchers and not sure. and then for the audio listeners. You can go pull it up yourselves. But <laughs> um, Diggs has been an abject disaster this season. I mean, man, man, legitimately uh, tanked a lot of really solid basketball teams and a lot of my dynasty teams to the point where I've genuinely contemplated like full out retiring from dynasty. <laughs> like, um, this is not a joke. Uh, I have, I, I genuinely uh, bricked all my leagues and my two third place games. I also bricked those, and I genuinely thought about like this might just have to be the end of the road for me because I just. I just can't come this close and just can't have nothing to show for it. Um, but, <laughs> but, but, but just if you, if you guys are watching this Bills Miami Dolphins game, but this is sort of why I really think Josh Allen will grab this ownership is because his passing has been. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of like the best possible way to explain this, but he's been like probably a flaming bag of dog shit through the air. He's been really making hay on the ground, right? Like, like he really has been, right? Like even, even now, but, the, and this is where I think a lot of people are going to talk themselves into um, uh, Josh Allen as a running, uh, as a quarterback, because he's got the Konami code upside. He's like the main weapon in the red zone. And then he's, um, you know, what if the bills can go on a run, right? And then, and then you got you got enough people thinking that. And that's where I really think like Allen's going to draw this ownership. And yeah, this is like the the digs finishes. I mean, just look at right. this man. Since week ten, he's just been like literally half the season. He's yeah, been he's... a wide receiver three or worse. Like, and like this isn't even like wide receiver three or worse. Like, this is unusable. These are unusable right. scores. Like less like, than nine points in six out of seven games. <laughs> since it's ridiculous like like a good a good game was like 20 points right like and that and that came before the bye against philly who's got like a really poor defense 
Yeah. I mean, and and that's kind of like again a little bit of an understatement because they got carved up by the New York Giants today before having to pull their starters. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I do think that we do have a couple of items of note, like at least news to like discuss at least how this is going to impact our um, uh, uh, the the playoff challenge. Uh, and this is both on the NFC side. Yeah. Um, first off, was uh, we we discussed this in our private chat, but Sam Laporta got hurt um he limped off and they're saying it's not serious which is good but i think that'll keep his ownership a little lower right right yeah i I, didn't see any news on on his injury thing i'm reading like he might actually miss some time uh status in doubt for the playoff opener likely to miss time after suffering hyperextended knee injury so yeah laporta i think so this brings up a good question, and it's kind of related, I guess, to... Wait, he might miss the first game? Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, know, at, at that point, he's just, a, like, he's just a bad pick at that point. Yeah, it seems like not only is that pretty... Like, that's bad for Detroit, but also, um, can you play a guy like Laporta knowing he's going to miss a game? Like, it's different than playing a, playing players from a team that has a first round bye because you know you'll get at least one game from those guys you know you'll get at least one game from lamar jackson and christian mccaffrey and stuff with a guy who's gonna right. miss the first game like detroit might lose and sam laporta gives you zero even yeah, if he does play even if the plan is to play yeah like like how, like he's not a good like and like and like the whole thing is with at least with detroit there's several really like like everyone's everyone and their mother is gonna want to play amon ross st brown Right, like it's impossible. Like, I mean, after today, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Like a bunch of like a couple of wide receivers who just I already had them catching so much ownership, but like there's no way Ceedee Lamb and Amon Ross St. Brown like like CD is going to be on like 85 percent plus of roster. Like he is going to be right. the highest rostered cowboy, right? I think he'll and he then, be the highest rostered player. Player, yeah. Exactly. Maybe apart from McCaffrey, Although, yeah, no, it'd be CMC. San Francisco first. has other interesting, other interesting guys, whereas Dallas really doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Like like Dallas only has the one, um, right? And then I think you're gonna see people trying to get a little bit cagey, and they might you you get. This is where it sucks, right? Because I think I think even in tight end premium, like the good leverage play would have been to not play Laporta. Although as much as I love him, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think I think the bad, the interesting way to play Detroit would be at, would have been via the running game, either through Montgomery or Gibbs. And I think a lot more people are going to be gravitating towards Montgomery, in my opinion. But like, bo- like both of those guys are going to be fairly low. I mean, like this is the issue now with Sam Laporta. So Sam Laporta's status is going to be something worth mentioning. And then also, like, how do you play him? In a potential one and done scenario, if he's going to be used as a uh, probably as a decoy, right? Yeah, yeah, right. If he does, if he does play, yeah. I think, I mean, given the fact that his status seems to be in question, and even if he does play, it's not clear he will be used that much. Uh, if he's not a hundred percent kind of becomes unplayable in this contest like you said now if if you're talking about a lot of ownership gravitating to Amon Ra and we could get Jameer Gibbs at like 
sub 10%. Oh, easy sub 10%, dude. I've got him probably. How interested I've probably are you in, eight. in Gibbs at that at that ownership yeah. level? Damn, we're already talking about uh, I mean, this is, we'll probably bring this up again on, on the show with the ship chasing guys, but like I was going to say that he's probably my favorite leverage player in the entire, in the entire tournament, right? Yeah, I think I probably would agree with that. If if where you're thinking ownership kind of coalesces on Detroit is right, perhaps with Laporta out, you see more people gravitating toward Gibbs and Montgomery. I think, I think that's going to be kind of contingent upon how you build Whether your he roster, plays or not. right? Well, yeah, I think I think, or even just what the news on him is, right? Yeah, like like if we hear tomorrow it's not bad and he's going to play, then. I'd rethink that, but like I'd still be very in on Gibbs, right? Right, just as a pure leverage play, because there's like the the thing is is um, there's just not like there's a handful of interesting running backs, right? Like you got the Miami Dolphins, you got HN, right? Like that's probably how you want to play the fit. Like that's probably the way you want to pay the fins from a leverage perspective, right? Yeah. Um, you don't want to play single cherry from the Texans. Uh, haha, remember Damian Pierce, RIP. I don't think you want to be, I, I, I don't think people would really want to play any of the Browns, right? I think it's going to be Injoku or it's going to be, uh, through Jerome. Like, you don't really want to play Jerome Ford, right? I think, I think Cleveland Browns are going to be a fairly popular soft fade. Um, Buffalo's got James Cook, who's a fine running back, but again, like I said, I think Josh Allen's going to catch most of that ownership. Like Pittsburgh Steelers are definite hard fade, right? Um, <laughs> I I actually think that like Tampa Bay are going to be the hard fade on the NFC side, not Green Bay. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, they face Philadelphia in the first round. Uh, they are already home dogs by two and a half points, I think. Um, you know, obviously today they only put up nine points, and which was yeah. more than the Eagles put up, right? But uh, but. Still, uh, did not look good. Obviously, the other big news item that we need to discuss is AJ Brown, who also hurt his knee. He today. hurt his knee. Yeah, he was down holding it, right? Right. And we not, haven't heard anything. It didn't look good. I've seen some speculation that it wasn't an ACL type of injury. Um, people are suggesting MCL sprain. Somebody is reported he avoided an ACL tear. But uh, that's kind of all we know. Um, so, yeah, his status also is kind of kind of up in the air. Obviously, if he doesn't play, I mean, you would think he'd probably be he'd probably pull oh, the most ownership. Yeah, yeah, by far on the Eagles. So, then, so how does then his you're probably left with Swift? Things? I mean, no, then you're probably left with uh, Devonta Smith, right? Devontae Smith, you could play Swift, I guess. You could play Goddard. I think some people will gravitate toward that. Um, I wonder how much having Brown out makes Hurts a more popular, a more popular play and kind of pulls ownership away from some of the other QBs that would have gotten up into the I mean, like you're talking, you know, Lamar probably Lamar is probably gonna catch sixty five percent. Okay, I don't know really if I'd low. say it's that high just because you don't he's, think so. He's a he's a quarterback, so I think you don't. I don't know. Yeah, if but he's deep. also a quarterback who people are going to be mentally penciling in for for three games, right? True, true. I think it's a little harder. I would guess to get to something that high for a position where you can literally only play one. You know, yeah. Versus versus 
wide receiver where you could roster, I don't know, six of them. Four. You can get four. No, six, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, so that's kind of why I think he, he doesn't maybe get up to 65. But, I mean, you know, we're talking a different, you know, is it 45 or is it 65? doesn't really. Yeah, but I wonder how still, much. I that's think That's still a big amount. I really wonder how much ownership um, Goddard's going to catch in the event that AJ Brown has to. This AJ Brown news is going to bring because he's probably yeah. going to play, man. I mean, if he's if he's okay, right. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, well, one thing we could do, we can't, they don't have a player pool in the, uh, FFPC challenge yet because we're still waiting for this I'm looking game. at for, uh, I'm looking to see what AJ Brown stats are. Sorry. No, uh, Goddard stats are without AJ Brown. Oh yeah. Cause that would be interesting. That would be interesting. While you pull that up, I'm going to try and pull up this spreadsheet that we can <laughs> use to track picks and put a team uh, together so in split what come on this doesn't make any sense so <laughs> when aj brown well when aj brown plays goddard's actually better he scores more ppr points he has like one more re- reception he's got one more target one more receiving yards i don't think that's that surprising actually you yeah. see no you that see, makes sense i mean aj brown is the type of player who elevates that whole offense but also you know, when he's on the field, it obviously opens up things for other receivers. So, I mean, that's another question. Um, Tampa Bay obviously did not look great, but if the Eagles are playing without A.J. Brown... Yeah, they've also got a really poor defense, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah, both teams Both sides do. Yeah, I think (laughs) that that's going to be the... That's interesting, right? Because, like, this is where I keep going back and forth in the on the last hard fade, right? Is like you think it should be the like it should be the backers, but I think it was going to be like the box. For like I was convinced it was going to be the box, but like not thinking on it, like yeah, you could probably play Evans and get like a one one off blow up game, one and done, yeah, one and done, and then you make and then you make your backers a hard fade. Right? I mean, I because do when think mm-hmm. I do think yeah, Evans is an interesting way to play it. I think you talk about running backs who could pull ownership and there aren't a lot, but Rashad white is a guy Rashad who's white. played well recently who uh, I can see just 
a lot of people clicking his name kind of by default because there's not really anyone else on on Tampa Bay. Um, maybe a Tampa Bay soft fade makes sense. I mean, <laughs> their kicker was the hero today. Uh, we talked about Jameer Gibbs at running back as a good leverage play. I want to kind of lock that in and see sure. how we can kind of build around that because that's interesting. That's, um, yeah, that's a, that's a fun one, right? And then, and then yeah. if you don't, like, do you want to eat like the HN chalk? Yeah, sure. So, um, so we can play around with it, right? Like, so let's just right. like, let's lock in our fades first. I think. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, Pittsburgh. We want to fade Pittsburgh. Um, which this is going to be an interesting, an interesting one. way mm-hmm. to play Pittsburgh because they're going to be the most popular fade, obviously. Yeah, Jalen Warren probably. Jalen Warren, I mean... And if you're yeah. shooting for, like, ceiling, probably George Pickens. Right. If you assume they're either going to play Buffalo... No, sorry. They're either going to play Miami or Kansas City, right? So, in either case, they are probably... Well, I don't yeah, know. It, his, doesn't look his, good. it doesn't look good in either case, right? His, do you, do his, you In any of those cases, do you think maybe Deontay Johnson or George Pickens has a big game in a loss... Because I don't think you play for Pittsburgh to win either of those games. Yeah, but then if you're picking Pittsburgh, then who do you not want, right? Like, is it Houston? Right, right, right. Houston's another interesting one. I mean, they're they're probably going to be a popular soft fade, I would think. Um, Nico Collins is interesting, but I don't really see him getting more than 15 or 20%. Ownership. Yeah. Yeah, I actually think Cleveland's going to be the popular soft fade, right? Okay. So oh, I do play defense, yeah. Cleveland defense, right? Yeah. Um. So Cleveland defense becomes your soft fade, right? And then, uh, you're kind of back into Nico Collins. Right? That's where I think <laughs> like Nico is going to still catch quite a quite a good chunk of ownership, man. Can you play? I mean, if you're playing, who does Houston play? Did they? play cleveland right yeah Uh um i mean are there scenarios where you see houston winning that game it's probably not that far-fetched they're at home i actually i actually think i'd see houston winning that game right so then you probably get two games out of nico yeah so you could play nico i wonder if you can like how crazy is a cj stroud lineup oh pretty crazy (laughs) Um, i mean i mean how crazy the dalton schultz lineup dalton schultz yeah maybe not that crazy uh it's hard to see Schultz, man. I mean, I just don't want to play anyone on the Texans if it's not Stroud or Collins. All right. I also want to fade them, but uh, I don't know. What do you? What's your? What's your estimation for Collins' ownership? Let's pencil him in. At thirty-five percent. Thirty-five percent. Wow. Okay. I mean, the nice thing about this, I think, is that you don't really have to get that crazy you don't have to do a contrarian play at every no not at every spot yeah i mean some chalk and still have a unique lineup and still have a lineup that's contrarian enough like yeah i guess if we're with hn and gibbs i think we could we could eat some cd lamb or mccaffrey if we want yeah i was gonna say we should i was gonna so i wanted to get your take here on who our other hard fit is right yeah is it is it an NFC team? Let's start there, right? 
right? Because I actually think that the way that the way most people play this is they split the hard fades one AFC, one NFC, and then they set the soft fades one AFC, one NFC, right? Right. And that makes sense. The, that's probably the smart way to do it too, right? That's probably is, right? And if you want to differentiate a lineup, you could probably hard fade two from the same conference, right? Like let's say yep. you're hard fading the Steelers and the Browns, right? Right. Right. And then so, you soft fade, even you soft fade another AFC team, right? Like let's say um the Texans, you can pick Gammy Far Fairbairn or something, right? Yeah. And then you just pick a bunch of skill guys. Right. Yeah. Obviously, somebody's going to turn that out. Yeah. Between Houston and Cleveland. So I think if you are hard fading Cleveland, you want to pick a skill position player from, from Houston. From Houston. And you yeah. want to pick somebody who's going to play well in a win. So Collins makes sense in that scenario. Singletary probably makes sense there. Ugh. But yeah, I have no interest in Singletary, man. Singletary versus that like run defense makes no sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's gonna get you like three points. Well, no, actually, Cleveland's a lot better against the pass. They've been they've been vulnerable against. Yeah, them. that's the thing. Is that like is that like I wonder if Cleveland just wins? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you, right? if you think if you think the matchup is too tough for Collins and he's gonna get more ownership than I think, then I'm fine taking him out of this one. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking on. All right, so we can think on this. All right, so who's our second fade? Is it like the Bucks or is it the Packers? It's got to be the Bucks or the Packers, right? Right, yeah. Um because because historical anomalies are saying this in the chat, but it's like Aaron Jones versus Rashad White is a very fun discussion, right? Like Jones has been pretty good when coming back from from uh since he's re- rejoined the team. Uh I do think that Jaden Reed is interesting, um, but you know the odds that he goose eggs you and then is eliminated is pretty <laughs> high, right? There's, yeah. there's just nothing worse when I mean you really do need like when you're picking these teams, like you do need one one guy to just in a dying effort just to go the fuck off. Yeah, I mean the one thing that you know we kind of saw it. Obviously, Tampa Bay didn't need to score today against the Panthers, but if the Eagles have AJ Brown out and are not necessarily playing that well, which we've seen before today, for instance, but uh, even in games that mattered more, we've seen them kind of fall flat. I wonder if that ends up being a low scoring game that the Bucks lose anyway. Like that's not, I don't think it too, uh, too far fetched. No, I, I, yeah, like I'm with you. I really would like to just, to just fade the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I have no interest. All right. Let's fade the Bucks then. Yeah, so I wanted to get all right. So I have actually, I, I wanted to get your take on, on the, on the Rams, right? Because I think I think Puka Nakua is going to yep. probably draw the most, the more, the most Los Angeles ownership. I think Kyron is a really interesting leverage play. Um, playing right. the Lions in round one. Yeah, I. I do like Kyron. I kind of had expected he would be the, the highest owned, the most rostered. It's tough, player. right? It's right. tough. The Lions are not bad against the run. They are really bad against the pass. So on the one hand, that makes it you want to play guys like Puka, Puka and Cooper Cup more. Mm-hmm. How many people will have that same thought, though? 
I mean, everybody, dude. <laughs> and that's why like, I want, was just like circling back to like Kyron because he gets so much usage in the passing game. That's true, too. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely good with Kyron if you... If you God, what is this boomer ass? Yeah, I mean, I'm also fine if you want to switch HNR for Tyreek, right? Like, we are We are getting pretty... Like, obviously, we don't have any ownership projections here, so we can't see exactly how, how it looks, but so far, it seems like we're we're going a little bit off the board. You know? And if you want to go truly, like if you want to really avoiding be Ra, avoiding Tyreek, avoid. Like, we haven't. Yeah, we could probably, in all honesty, we could play Amon. No, I don't want to play Amon Ra. We could play CD. We can play Tyreek, and then we could probably fade CMC for Ayuk. I do like playing CD Lamb. I think. I just think it's good. so hard to not not play, play him right now. Exactly. He's he he's the kind of player who, you know, Dallas wins three games and he scores so much that you can't win without him. Yeah, uh, Tyreek? No, CD Lamb. Oh God, man! Sorry, this is my brain on <laughs> on a hundred right. fever. All right, um, you wanted yeah, to no. say, you wanted to remove a chain. Yeah, if you want to shove in Kyron, right? Right, and. Wow, cool. Two running backs from the same game. What a great idea. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even notice that. Um, um, run will be established in Detroit, right? It's fine. Um, we can tweak that's this. Interesting. Yeah, we'll we'll mess with this as we as we get it. All right. And then, yeah, if we're doing this with Lamb, then you say we fade. We fade. MC for Ayuk, right? Yeah. Now, the question is, also, who do we want at quarterback? Because if you are playing Lamar, that's the obvious way to go. If you're not, then Purdy is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Allen maybe makes some sense. Mahomes maybe makes some sense. I do really like Rasheed Rice in this contest, even though he's probably going to be, what would you guess, 20 or 30%? Yeah, I think I think that's fair, but I think it would be... We got to figure out what tight end looks like for us first, right? Right. Yeah, that's another good question because there aren't a lot of cool, really interesting tight ends. I mean, Dallas Goddard's an interesting one, right? Goddard's interesting. I think if you're fading Lamar Jackson, you can definitely make a case for Isaiah Isaiah Likely. likely, uh, Yeah. Just with how well he's been playing lately. Um, The only. If you're fading Lamar, though. Well, I mean, there has been talk of Mark Andrews coming back in the playoffs, so you might yeah, not even get likely just, as the It's starter. a real long shot. It's a real long shot that he does anything before the Super Bowl, and even then, he's probably an inactive. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. Who, I mean, Njoku is going to be probably the most popular player on the Browns. Um, but I think it would be a good, I think he's actually a good pick for this team. Njoku? Yeah. I'm okay with that. I, I do like do like some David Njoku. Crazy that he actually started. Crazy that he actually started panning out. Um, <laughs> I know he, he just needed Joe Flacco. All it took was Jeff, Joe Flacco, <laughs> man. Uh, Dude, it was like it's like it's like Deshaun Watson never existed. Like what happened? Right. Dude, like, he went from being one of the most exciting young quarterbacks in the NFL to like an obvious like nonsense issue with him and then when he came back it wasn't like oh remember this it was like oh my god who the hell is this yeah 
Yeah, it was bad. It was I mean, like the it was like the Hello Human Resources meme. <laughs> uh, um, all right, for kicker and defense, right? So this is where uh, we're going to be fading. For kicker, where, we could. <sighs> yeah, we do need to think about the soft fades, and I mean, I think if you are, I mean, you're hard fading Tampa Bay, so you whoa, probably whoa, whoa. Want... Yeah, so I mean, the issue is we've we've now bagged ourselves to one of. Nico or David Collins, I mean, or or Nico Collins or David Njoku going through, right? So, do you think it make, makes more sense to go? Oh, right. Good point. Right. Yeah. So, so Cleveland D is going to be popular, but who's Cleveland's kicker? Uh, I don't know. Let me look it up. <laughs> They're not going to be popular. We don't even know their name. Uh, I'm sure I know who it is, but I just can't remember which. Uh, teams kickers are on anymore this is good radio. no same uh same actually this is sort of why we need to bring back best ball with kickers and defenses exactly like the like the, Whoever the browns kicker to... is i think he might be a good play yeah i'm just pulling it up <laughs> this, uh, this is pathetic this is pathetic we should know this um i actually I, I, I don't even know man um now Riley Patterson. that doesn't yeah. sound right Kind of actually, that kind of does sound right. I'm gonna write it. We'll see. Um, now the other question. Are you yeah, sure it's, it's not Dustin Hopkins? No, but no, it's 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 uh it's him. It's Riley Patterson. Okay. <laughs> what happened to Dustin Hopkins? Uh, he's not on their team anymore. Yeah, Riley Patterson. No, he kicked. is. What happened to him? Is he? I think he was rested. So oh. rest. Okay. He was injured. So he was rested. He was rested. Yes, because of because he was injured. Good. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Thanks, Henry. Hopkins could be the kicker. He is currently injured. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that was what I was just looking up. That's yeah, the they should use team kicker. Exactly. In the FFPC. I don't know. I kinda like that the FFPC makes you makes you pick a kicker. I remember the uh the old best ball, the the what was I forget how many rounds there were for the Slims. There were like 28 rounds. Yeah, the yeah, the old 28 oh, round rounds. Oh, yeah, for not for you, the slims, had, yeah. Yeah, right. where you had to actually pick the kickers the and the full, defenses. Yeah. They still have those, but I think they're they still pretty, have those. They're not very that's popular sad. anymore. Yeah, that's sad. It just there was just something really fun, you know, going on Twitter and like watching people like talk about how they had like oh, I can't believe I got this kicker in like the eighth round. <laughs> it's like, bro, there's like 28 rounds. What are you doing? Um, yeah. And then, like, and then, like, the funniest is when, like, people are like picking, like, spending like twelfth or thirteenth round picks on kickers, and they just get cut. Oh, <laughs> well, it's not funny when it happens to you, but it's just funny in general. That's true. I mean, it's interesting because that's another. I mean, that yeah, having the kicker in there and the defense are just two easy ways to kind of give yourself uh, an advantage just by drafting the right number like there are not many other positions that are like that where you just yeah you take three and you're good and you already have expected you know plus one percent advance rate or win yeah, rate. it's so much fun um yeah I, I still play some cash from time to time my cash rate's gone up absurdly an absurd amount but like i'd rather have a week 17 sweat anyway there you go. There you um go. Now we do have to think about defense and with I mean Green Bay playing against Dallas, they're not probably gonna score a lot of 
defensive points. So are you are you going Jaden Reed? Are you going Aaron Jones in that matchup? I'm almost thinking I'm almost thinking like is Buffalo a good soft is soft Yeah, that's kind of interesting too. I mean, obviously Or is Miami a good soft fade, right? Like one of these two teams is a soft fade. Um well if Miami wins, they'd be playing Pittsburgh. If Buffalo wins, they'll be playing Pittsburgh. And we're already hard fading Pittsburgh. Shit. So that's kind of the question. If if Buffalo so wins, then I almost wonder if Nico Collins is even worth having on the roster. Right. Because he's the one uh, you can well, almost then, put yeah, Cleveland then, DSD, then right? You have, so you put so then you can put Cleveland DSD as the thing, and then you can make Gammy Freibarn the other kicker. So then you have the soft fade from the same game, though. Yeah. You just want to fade that game entirely? <laughs> yeah. Is, is this game this game is gonna happen in Cleveland, right? Yeah. All right, time to time to scout the weather. <laughs> Somebody's gonna I win know, though. It's not gonna somebody end in a tie. has to win. <laughs> yeah, but like but like the question is 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 like will it be like a nine three win? Like Yeah. But the point is you're gonna get two games out of out of one of these teams. That's true. Shit. So Buffalo is an interesting, an interesting play. Um, so this is going to be they're going to play next Sunday, right? I think so. Oh God, this is just we're just so ready for this, you guys. <laughs> um, I'm pulling this up right now. Hang on, wild card. Can you, can you play okay, Kansas because... City defense? They've been like weirdly good, but could they lose to uh, like if Buffalo wins, could Kansas City lose to Miami? Yes. No. Definitely. What? Kansas City lose to Miami? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. All right. So uh, the forecast for next weekend in Cleveland, rain, snow, wind on Saturday, mostly cloudy, wind on Sunday, and then snow on Monday. Choose your poison. I think, yeah, right. I don't know. I think because of the way our team is set up right now, the defense has to be Green Bay, but we might want to. Yeah, Henry making a good point positions. about David. Yeah, Henry's making a good point about Njoku, man. Like, I think we were right Cleveland. the first time with having Njoku on there, and then we can move oh. Nico Collins. <laughs> they're not too. playing in Cleveland. They're in Houston. That's right. Oh, they're in Houston? <laughs> no, Cleveland is favored, but they're playing in Houston. Jesus. Okay. Um, yeah, that's why we're confused. Yeah, though, there's some good comments here. Uh, like, if you think Cleveland is winning, I'd go Njoku. Cleveland and Houston. Yeah, Houston is very bad versus the DE. Uh, Cleveland at Houston. Yeah, um, I kind of like the... All right, so how about this? How about we put Njoku back in and Fairbairn at kicker. Yeah. Take Nico out. See ya. And then we can still think about defense. Maybe Houston defense is actually a little bit more interesting because they might not be a very popular defensive pick. Yeah, and you kind of want to play the defense at home. And I don't know that you want to play a defense facing Dallas at home. Yeah, I mean, Henry's right. Like, how many people going Lamb? Like, 95%. Yeah, man, like, like right. Lamb is going to be the chalk pick of the year, dude. Like, like the, the common, uh, yeah, Rams at Detroit is going to be fun. Yeah, we're trying to... Like we're we're going with Kyron Gibbs there right now, um, so we're kind of 
thinking through it again a little bit. I, th- I do think getting rid of Nico there would be good. Yeah, we took Nico out. We've got Houston oh, Texans, Texans DST in now. And I guess we're talking a kicker I do know the name of. I guess we're talking Green Bay kicker, but we can change that. We could do... Yeah. We could that, do... That, it's a, is that some Mason Crosby? No. Oh, my God. What are we... It's Anders Carlson. Yeah. Now we're just making up names, man. I think he's related to the other Carlson. Daniel Carlson? Yeah. Raiders Carlson. Wow. King family. Yeah. Carlson is a GB kicker. Yeah. Um, I was, I was trying to do some observational humor, which was not, not very funny. <laughs> um, all right. So, all right. Let's just figure this out. Right. Do CMC or to not CMC? Now, yeah, that is a question. It is a question. The other question is to Lamar or not to Lamar. Yeah. So now we're in. So now we're in basic. It, it, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think I, I think I really think that not, not playing Josh Allen is a way to go. Right. And I think Lamar would be fine, but I also really want to play Zay Flowers. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, so then the question is, is do we not play CD and then play Dak? And then we're really off the beaten path. That's true. It's and then hard to come up with. We're either solo shipping or we're getting solo shipped out <laughs> by the end of week one, right? It's hard to think of scenarios where Dallas does well and and Dak, right, and Lamb doesn't play well enough that you wouldn't just prefer him over Dak, right? Right, that's the issue. There are scenarios for Tyreek. There are scenarios. So like. So I do, and uh, I think it's the same with Lamar. Like it's hard to see the Ravens doing well and him not having good games. Yeah. So if you don't yeah. play Lamar, maybe you're playing Ravens fade. Um. Okay. Actually, you know what? You know what I'm reminded of right now. Like, like genuinely, and this is gonna take us back. It's like, um, the year Lamar won the MVP. Yeah. And then and and then we made like. A bunch of lineups with the ship chasing bros, and we had like all of them were like Lamar locked in a quarterback, and we had I fought for like one Mahomes lineup, and the one <laughs> Mahomes lineup was the one that did well. Yeah, and Lamar lost to the Titans in in week first one. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost wonder if we just play like again, but... I almost feel like do we play Mahomes here? I don't hate that. I don't hate Mahomes here. Yeah, Henry, Philly has been so bad. I wonder the Bucks beat them. Yeah, we discussed that. And we're finally got the Bucks in as like a hard fade. And <laughs> like we can be talked into making this like a Green Bay hard fade. Mahomes has also been very terrible. I agree, man. Like I really wanted to, I just really want to play Rashi Rice and call it a day at that, at that. But like I'm just trying to think of ways we could make it happen. Yeah, I mean, let's do let's do what we want to do. We want to play Rice. That's what we're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, we want to we want to play rice. All right. Now I think you could do Purdy at QB, or you could just eat the chalk with Lamar at QB. Or and... Josh Allen. Yeah. And then and then and then we're those Josh Allen slappies. Yeah, why not? Yeah, David, David Philippi, maybe Jake Elliott. Yeah, but then you're so I don't know if I want a software Philly. Not when I've got like not when we need like skill players out of them. Like there's like a handful of interesting ones. That we that 
I actually don't mind rostering. So, see, I think Philly's kind of, I mean, yeah, I don't mind putting in like Devontae Smith or Goddard or. Yeah. Like I'm interested in, I'm in, well, I, I'm not really all that interested in, in the running back. Sure. Uh, schedule is out. How many teams are you planning on doing? I've never actually played this contest and I have done the NFC. Yeah. The NFC one's different. Um, we don't know how many teams we're planning on doing yet. Yeah. Don't know. Oh, Houston and Cleveland, Houston, the first game out oh, uh, okay. for 30 on Saturday. All right. No, Cleveland and Houston. <laughs> we're going to get that wrong until. I don't know until the game kicks off. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think obviously the question is CMC. Question is Lamar. Those are the two, the two I think really important uh, questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think we can if we don't play CMC, I think we can play Lamar and be okay with it, right? Like you, you put in like Brandon here, look. Like, and if you really want to get, like, does it have to be Brandon Ayuk? It could also potentially just be Debo Samuel, right? Yeah. I like Ayuk. Not for Ayuk as well, right? right? But then what are we doing with Buffalo, right? Because now we've sort of backed ourselves into playing them. But, but like, playing Zay Flowers and Josh Allen, then we probably should play CMC. Right. Yeah, if you're going to play Josh Allen. Right. That's the other yeah. thing is the Bills become – Harder to, harder to play if you're not playing Josh Allen because yeah, that's I feel great about Cook. I don't feel great about Diggs. I mean, it's that's why I almost wonder if like if like we move if we move the kicker to Cammy Fairburn and then you play the Buffalo defense. The only thing about playing the Buffalo defense is, I mean, it depends, right? Well. It's hard to know because we don't know who's going to win this game. If the Bills lose, then they go to Miami and probably lose that game. And yeah, that's fine. Then you'd want Buffalo defense. If they win, they get Pittsburgh. And then you want a skill position player from... Although Buffalo. although Diggs is lighting it up tonight. He's got five for 75. He only lights it up against Miami. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, that's good to see. I mean, Allen, you know, Mahomes has looked awful. Allen has looked pretty awful, too. Like we said, mm-hmm. Buffalo is a team that I would really want to soft fade, but I don't want to soft fade. I don't want to fade teams from the same game, right? So if we're hard yeah. fading Pittsburgh, I think we need, you know, assuming assuming um, Buffalo can win this game, then I think we need to, we need to have a skill position player. But maybe... You know, they're not, they're losing at halftime. So I don't know. So let's just go with the assumption that Buffalo's going to pay Miami next week, right? Yeah. All right. So what if we do, are you thinking Jaden Reed or Nico Collins? Jeez, man. Probably Nico. Okay. So let's do Bills D and Nico Collins. That gives us probably Dante Smith. Do you want to go Devonta Smith or would you rather go Dallas Goddard? I'll leave that up to you. I think I prefer Smith. I think I prefer Smith, but I don't love any of them, if I'm being honest. I mean, mm-hmm. part of the problem is you can definitely see Philadelphia losing that game if A.J. Brown doesn't play. Maybe even if he does play. Um, yeah. 
So you don't feel great about playing Jalen Hurts, but he's really the only the only guy on the team that I think is at all attractive to me. I almost think, yeah, I was actually going to say, do you want to play Jalen Hurts in the quarterback spot and then move Devonta Smith out to Zay Flowers? But that's like... And then CMC instead of Ayuk. Yeah, but like that seemed like such a shit, you know, bunch of <laughs> changes. Like it feels like we're taking major L's everywhere when we do that. Like you're taking on a whole bunch of risk for not much upside. Right. Um because because I guess the, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is um if the Eagles go out within two games, like what are we doing then? Like you just like dead. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. If they I mean and it it's not that wouldn't be that, you know, strange to see them play only one game. I mean, traveling to Tampa Bay with potentially no AJ Brown, they haven't looked good in a lot of games. They're not a team I necessarily want to bet on heavily. I think I can you could make a case for a Philadelphia soft fade or maybe even hard fade. Yeah, that's that's kind of what David was saying. If you're yeah. doing a bunch of these, you should probably occasion should occasionally be a soft fade. Yeah, right. yeah. Jake Elliott's a pretty good pick. I would. I, I'm not gonna lie. He's a pretty good kicking kick, kicker. Yeah, I mean, I would think... you prefer something like Elliott and Jaden Reed over Smith and Carlson? Nah, I kind of like it this way. Now, the other thing that's kind of interesting is we've mentioned it. We get. Gibbs and Kyron, two running backs from the same game. I mean, on the one hand, it's kind of a way to guarantee that you have a running back in the second round, but it's also a way to yeah. guarantee that you lose one of your running backs. So, yeah. Um, so I don't completely know how I feel about it. Obviously, if the Rams win, they'd face the 49ers unless, um, unless Green Bay beats Dallas, which is probably not going to happen. And then if Detroit yeah. wins, they would get probably Dallas. Yeah, and that's like kind of the game because again, Dallas is a sort of a poorish run defense. I mean, right. no Gibbs and that would be a game with a lot of points. That would be a game where you can see Gibbs having a really good a really big game there. So, yeah. I mean, Gibbs is he like we said at the top, he might be my favorite play in this contest. Yeah, like he's by I I really do think Henry, I think uh, TB has a better shot to beat Philly than GB than GB does. I think GB should be the hard fit. Yeah, I can actually see your point. Actually, you know, I I do see his point. If you want to, yeah, too bad Laporta. Yeah, we we mentioned that right. at the top. We were just saying that it sucks that Laporta got hurt. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind hard fading. I mean, realistically, all we're doing is just shot. I, I know it's still a soft fade for. It's still a soft for fade Tampa for us. Bay. But yeah, I I think it make my maybe it makes a little bit more sense just from a kicking perspective, like to have more, um, kicker kicker points. Right, like it, it kind of doesn't matter for us, right? Like, uh, right. Yeah. Um, so. I guess you could get like. Now you have a question between. I don't think I've spelled that name right. Now you have a question about uh, Devonte Smith versus Mike Evans, or yeah, that, that Rashad be, White. Well, I'm kind of happy with with the way it looks right now. If that makes yeah. sense, yeah. We could probably bring this back, lineup back up during ship chasing and see what those guys think. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I like I like this lineup. I think it makes sense. I'm just, you know, it's hard to tell with the schedule, but you do kind of want to double check to make sure you don't have high value players who are 
who are like definitely facing off like you know I don't exactly know how you can do that because we do have two running backs facing each other. I'm still not sure how I feel about that. Yeah, um, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh is yet to be – I mean, so Pittsburgh is the other game on Saturday. Yeah. They're either playing Miami or Buffalo. Uh, they're, they're, Pittsburgh is playing either Miami or it's going to be Buffalo, Kansas City, right? So – No. Because uh, no. Pittsburgh – Buffalo can't get the six seed. It'll be Miami, okay. Kansas City, or Miami, Pittsburgh – if Buffalo Miami, wins, Kansas okay. Right. If my if Buffalo wins, it would be Buffalo Pittsburgh and just Miami Kansas City. If Miami yeah. wins, it'll be Miami Buffalo, Kansas City Pittsburgh. Just the way this is written is really odd. <laughs> so there is a chance um that Kansas City plays Pittsburgh, which yeah, fine. I don't see the Steelers beating the Chiefs either. Yeah. I mean the Chiefs haven't looked good, so who knows? Yeah, but neither of the Steelers. They've just really lucked out. I know. I wonder, I mean, the other thing is TJ Watt hurt. That kind of maybe changes your outlook for the Steelers' ability to stop stop Mahomes. But, I mean, how interested are you in, in like, Jalen Warren and a Kansas City soft fade if that matchup happens? Uh, I'd have to be doing a lot of teams, man. Yeah. I think, I mean, if you're doing a lot of teams, maybe having one of those where you where you play for Pittsburgh to upset Kansas City is not a terrible idea. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I, I think I'm happy with this team. Like we've kind of been mentioning, without knowing the exact uh, AFC bracket, it's kind of hard to say. Um, Kind of yeah, we we'll but... definitely bring this bring this conversation forward on ship chasing. Uh, we're going to be kicking off the festivities on Tuesday. Um, I believe uh, one of one fifth of our of our five man crew has a pretty big sweat tomorrow for a national champ- for a national championship game. So yeah. we're pretty excited for him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, we're going to definitely revisit this team. Um, we should know a little bit more about injuries, probably firm up our minds a little bit more as well, especially knowing exactly who Buffalo's going to be playing uh, would help. But as of right now, I really do like the way that, we, that we're putting this team together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's obviously a lot of ways to go on a lot of these teams. You know, a lot of other guys were pretty interesting. We did eat some chalk with CD Lamb, with Tyreek Hill. You can, you can get, more and creative honestly, at those spots without having to get too crazy. Like there are a lot of guys you can play on Miami. I don't. Hill might not even be that chalky. Yeah. And, and, in all honesty, if you wanted to make this like pretty, pretty even more unique, uh, for better or for worse, you mm-hmm. move you move Tyreek to HN, and uh, you can move Nico to Dalton Schultz, and you can probably get and play CMC. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. There's like a that's a pretty go. that's a, that's a pretty good way to like that's how you can play your CMC and CD Lamb together because you're I just think, so unique everywhere else. Right, right. It would be, I mean, having a Lamar, CMC, CD Lamb team that's different uh, in almost every other way gives you probably enough you you know you know enough unique pieces that you can get away with playing those three guys who are going to be some of the highest owned guys in the contest, but sure. they, they're also 
probably, I mean, there's a reason. It's because they're the most likely to score the most points. So I do think you want Lamar and CMC on some teams together. You want you want uh, CD and CMC on some teams together. You want probably all three on some teams together, but you do for sure need to uh, think about what you're doing there. Um, yeah, so for audio listeners, we ended up with Lamar Jackson, Jameer Gibbs, Kyron Williams, Rasheed Rice, CeeDee Lamb, Tyreek Hill, Brandon Ayuk, Nico Collins, Devontae Smith, David Njoku, Chase McLaughlin, Bills defense, so. Packers, and Steelers as our two hard fades. Uh, we, we do recommend you check back in with us on Tuesday when we run this lineup again or just run this team by the ship chasing crew. I don't think it's going to change, but I don't know, man. Like maybe something comes out that Sam Laporte is fine or A.J. Brown is not going to play. And then we have to think about some things, right? So uh, I do recommend that you guys come and hang out there as well um, just to see how this team is going to evolve. We're probably going to build another team there too. Um, But yeah, this is what we've got for now. And that is where you will get the full Boomer Opto. Hassan has been putting in the hours at the Sizzler, doing his research. Well, when he can get there between... Having oh, to go baby. into the doctor and sit next to the boomers on their phones. Yeah. Or something. Me and the me and the boomers having a good time at the doctor's office too, baby. That's right. Uh we yeah, we gave some hints. I mean, you don't you know, Lamar, C D, CMC. Um uh, I think Lamar, maybe, maybe not. Lamar, yeah, actually. Tyreek is one, right? So um yeah i mean like uh nico's another right so you'll get you'll get the full the full fledged boomer opto fairly soon guys definitely just have to lock in on the hard fades and lock it on the soft fades and the rest falls falls together definitely so come check that out on tuesday on the uh ship chasing channel it'll be on with those guys so yeah that'll be a fun time this is a lot of fun definitely a fun contest definitely you want to get yourself in um, they have a $35 one if you're not looking to drop 200 bucks, but uh, yeah. it's a lot of fun. So, all right. Thanks everyone for hanging out and we will talk to you later. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.